0: Welcome to the Vintage Talk Show. It's just two dudes getting together to talk about current topics in the vintage community with your hosts,
1: Mosquito Heads and Vintage Shih Tzu.
0: Today we are going to come to you with a part one of two. This is a listener submitted by Young Black Magic that is Instagram at Y U N G underscore B L K underscore M A G I K. He wanted to know. Or she, I don't know. I'm assuming it's a he. He want to know how do you source in your method of ship of of shopping. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a two parter, and we're gonna do part one. And we we like this topic, but me and mosquito head are apprehensive. We don't want to give away too much information because we like to protect our market.
1: Well, we're just gonna give you everything just on a very surface like level. We'll give you all the information you need and you can take those tools and you can run with it and you know yeah so we're going to say which is really well what
0: we believe would be a primary for anybody and then a, a secondary for anybody things that we would say are tried and true and things that we might say are good but don't hit consistently would you would you agree with that yeah okay So some tried and true methods that we have seen and we have experienced. We're not going to tell you which one we know, but here you go. Some of the primary ways that people can find things. Thrift shopping. Let's talk about that. Yeah, thrift
1: shopping, like I said, it's, well, I guess I haven't said it, but that's my tried and true, it's bread and butter, that's kind of what I've been doing for the longest and i continue to go back doing and enjoy doing and that's of course probably the most work out of all these in a way it's it's a lot of sifting through crap just mediocre bs wearing yourself out sometimes coming up empty-handed but staying in there because every now and then you'll pull out some really good stuff and that's exciting that's what kind of makes it worth it keeps you going so that's definitely been my go-to it's thrift shopping and uh, some people would disagree with that, but that's that's my opinion. I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but you
0: can Yeah, get man, that. thrift shop is great for convenience. The thrift store is open when I want it to be open. It's open for me when I have convenience. Uh, like you're saying, I can go in one day, I can have a score, I can go in the next day and not have a score. It's a roller coaster of an event. Anybody that thrift shops knows that. You know where to go, you know when to go, you know how to go, you know all those different things. So let's go on to the next topic, uh, something that we would consider another primary. This one is going to be an interesting topic because we have noticed that in different parts of America, it's not the same, and that is flea markets. So Mosquito Head, tell us what you know about flea markets.
1: Well, flea markets for us, like he was saying, are a little different than other people. Like if you're listening to the West Coast, y'all call them swap meets sometimes. Uh Whatever you might call them, they have the Rose Bowl over there, but that's more like vendors that are upset or pricing, kind of more of the vintage price on all the. All right, so we're stuff. gonna we're
0: gonna say Rose Bowl as yeah. the as like it they're not true, we're not saying they're a true. Yeah, flea market. but that,
1: but some people, that's the only flea market they know. Over here, where we are, flea markets are more kind of rural uh, locals selling all stuff they don't really crackheads, care about. Meth heads a lot of methheads, crackheads. Trying to get a quick buck, and those sometimes are our favorite people, and they're definitely cutting deals, and I don't condone that as far as drug use goes, but hey, to each his own, and... You get some good
0: deals from them, because they don't do the research.
1: But yeah, flea market's over here a lot different, a lot of rednecks, a lot of uh, just... And, there's, and there's, rich people, there's wealthy people over here selling stuff too. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. But it's just a lot different than out west is what I'm saying. It's nothing like that. And uh, it's definitely something we enjoy doing. I just like going there and just people watching sometimes. It's kind of enjoying it. And every now and then you can find something.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's go to number three here. Yard sales.
1: Okay. Yard sales. Those are also big where we're at.
0: Indoor or outdoor.
1: Indoor. Or outdoor. But your indoor
0: yard sale is not an estate sale.
1: Yeah, that's, that's something we'll cover in just a second. But yeah, Yard sales are good. I enjoy them. You kind of get to talk to the owner of the product at their house, in their yard, sometimes in their house or their garage.
0: Yeah, garage you know, sale, yard sale, we consider them the same thing pretty much? Yeah, they're pretty much okay. the same
1: thing. But yeah, I enjoy those. I really do enjoy those. I don't do them too much, but when I do them, I enjoy it. It's, it's got its own excitement but uh, you can definitely find some stuff there.
0: Yeah, I like yard sales. They're fun. You get to meet different people. You get to see different things. If you've been to a yard sale, you know what's
1: up. And like you said, you can usually get some good deals at yard sales. because People are just trying to clean out their house. We're just trying to get rid of The art of the haggle. And you can definitely haggle yeah. a deal at a yard sale.
0: Yeah, so. we're not gonna get too much into that, but if you know how to haggle, than at a yard But what's sale. weird is I've
1: found that people in today's times don't haggle. Because for people out there that are listening, if I give you a price on Instagram, go ahead and haggle it if you don't like it. We can maybe work on a price we're both happy with. But I feel like, unfortunately, and I was raised to haggle because I'm kind of more old school. But I think people in this, like say the millennial generation, don't even know haggling is a thing. No, They no. think the price is the price, that's it. And it's like, no, you can haggle. I'm pro-haggling 100%. Haggle me. I mean, the, the worst thing that can happen is I'll say no, but just haggle me. Maybe we'll agree on something. Look, here's
0: the thing for me of the the haggle. A lot of people, I believe, think it's an insult. If you're going to haggle with me and you come correct, I'm okay with that. If you come like 75% off what I'm asking, don't even try to haggle.
1: With me. Yeah, don't. In, don't. that's an insult. If you're just like super low-balling, yeah, don't even throw that out there but if you're going to yeah. come out with like and, that could, and that's the thing that could, seeing, be another, that could be another podcast that's a whole other podcast yeah that's, that's not, not even talking about sourcing
0: that. yeah alright so uh, the next level
1: we're going to go to uh, estate sales okay estate sales semi-similar to yard sales in the fact that they're at a house of a person with their personal belongings but it's usually someone who has died and passed on and their family's kind of liquidating all their assets Selling their stuff off and uh, sometimes a living estate. Yeah. So. so that's,
0: I'll talk about living estate sales, maybe not dead yet, maybe not passed on, but they're just moving, moving to an old folks home, moving away from that property by downsizing. Um, I've even been to some, I don't know, we've been to crazy estate sales before, but estate sales are
1: fun because you get to look inside the house. Yeah, there's some cool houses, and that's yeah. You see the floor plans. I well, like. Yeah, floor I really like floor about plans. them. We're just going into some interesting. I'm into older houses, and I like the character in some of these houses. Some of them are straight, while like not the best places, but either way, it's a story and it's an adventure, and I like that about them. Uh, Goodwill bins. So we don't go there much. Um, Goodwill bins. I've been. Sometimes to, we do. I've been to like. Some throughout the East Coast, honestly. Okay, I so lost, this guy I goes Seven to... or eight different ones. One or two of those I spent all day at. And found a couple things, but I feel like you have to spend all day at them. And I've seen people go really hard with them on Instagram. I've seen some crazy bin pigs. I've yet to really have those. So for me, I'm going to say that's a no on that. I'd rather go different route. But don't take my opinion because a lot of people are killing it with that. And keep killing it. If that's your thing, do it. If your area is killing it with that, keep it going. But me personally, I'm not that big on them, and I'm sure people that are hitting the bins around me are thankful for that. But, yeah,
0: uh, um, for me in the bin situation, it's a trek for me. That's yeah, too far of a trek. I have a family for me to go to a bin. Uh, it's a trek, but. As far as what I've I've been to a couple, I never really find much. I think it's a, you go every day, you go all day that they're open. You're going yeah, to find, it's a full-time dinners, job. The true binners are there every day. Yeah, their, day. their full-time job is
1: there. It's like, if you're doing that, it's like you're dedicated there, While other people are getting stuff from Thrust around there, and they're yeah. maybe on average doing better than you are. So
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one, but some yeah. good accounts if you want to follow on Instagram. Here's an account, it's called Get Retro Vintage. G E T R E T R O V T G. This guy finds a lot of good stuff at the bins. Uh, excuse me, bins. And then a guy named uh, NASCAR Tommy fan. I see him go to some bins and find some amazing stuff. You always know they're at the bins because there's this like blue background with this yeah, random clothes. It's, kind of a, it's a classic yeah, it's pig. Kind of a Those, kid. Kid. Those are two accounts I follow. Do you follow any accounts you can think of? I don't have to give too many random shout outs, but I know like as far as bins go, those are the ones that I just know from the top of my head that find really good stuff consistently at bins. And it looks like they're full time bin shoppers.
1: Yeah, I mean I can think of like a guy in uh, Florida, maybe seven two seven vintage maybe. He's like in the St. Petersburg area. He's he's getting some good bin finds. Yeah, you can you can fact check that. I think it's seven two seven. Let me know it's if it's 727 wrong. Seven two seven thrift. seven two seven thrift. Okay, that's the. Guy. I've seen this guy. Yeah, he's seven... getting some good bins though. Yes. he's kind of maybe a couple years old. Saint Petersburg, Florida. Yeah, sort of. That's Yeah, that? he's the man. He's he's finding good stuff. So like, yeah, there's I mean, people like,
0: out there. If you want to see good bins finds, we've never really had much luck. We've gone we've gone to bins across America. And we just haven't had luck yet. But we think it's because of the uh, the formula, right? We think they have the formula, formula location.
1: It's a lot of yeah. factors, but we're just not hitting on those factors.
0: Okay. But, yeah. Um. Here's the next one on the list. We have, as far as sourcing goes, we got rag houses. I've uh, been told you guys have been to a rag house, and the number one thing when you find a rag house is you don't want to tell people really yeah, when you find she's,
1: one. Uh, she's hit a rag house while I was like at work. She kind of does her thing and she really enjoyed it. She did good there. Found some good stuff. She really liked it. Describe
0: your, your idea of, or what happened, your experience at the rag house. Tell us what you know about it. Just low key. What 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 to expect.
1: It was just huge boxes of clothing and any other items. And, I mean, you just gotta dig through them. So it's a bunch of get your hands dirty, get yes. get deep in there. It's similar to the goodwill bins, except for they're not rotating, huge. They, they do rotate. They do. They do rotate. So like the goodwill bins, are yes. Rotating. And there's people always looking through them, but I mean, it's huge boxes of like cardboard boxes, like, like the huge cardboard boxes. And then there's uh, the small sourcing. That's kind of a very. Uh, I don't think a lot of people are doing it, but like digging in dumps, people's stuff they throw out on the side of their house, that's, I found some good stuff there too. Okay, dumpster of people, diving? Uh, it's not really dumpster diving because it's not a dumpster, it's, I do call them dump digging, I call it dump digging. But I think of it like ditch digging, I think
0: trash piles on you know, the side of the road. I call it
1: dump digging and it's uh, just, people are just kind of clearing out stuff in their house, they throw out a bunch of crap. You drive by, you see some stuff. Something, usually it's crap, but sometimes you'll see good stuff. You get out, you dig, you might find stuff. I found some really good stuff. And yeah, my only experience with this is I saw someone
0: that got evicted. And I went through all their yeah. stuff that was put out by the side of the road because they were evicted. Yeah. Which is a sad state. Well, my neighborhood yeah.
1: growing up as a kid, like we were uh, not in public school. We were actually homeschooled. So had a lot of time on our hands. And me and my brothers would get out there and we'd go around the neighborhood. And we'd go dig in the trash of other people. We'd find Video game systems, clothing, different stuff. found a Beatles poster from 1964 that was in the plastic cellophane wrapping. It's pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, Original Pearl Jam shirts. I mean, you find stuff. So don't think you're too good to go dig in someone's trash. If you're you're looking for it, you can find it. And yeah, some people are going to think, oh, that's gross. I don't want to do that. That's fine. But if you're down with that, do it. Don't even let people judge you. I think it's cool. All right, so here comes our next mark. And this is uh, something that's new, Wave. And that's things on the internet or apps. Yeah, that's there's a whole bunch of different ones of those. I mean, All right, so we're going to eBay, which is the mainstream that everyone knows yeah, about. Yeah, eBay, Steals, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, and
0: just other online selling apps, which we're not going to name. Um, of those, you can find out about them. There's a plethora of them.
1: Uh, let's go Facebook Marketplace. See it. Do you use it? I don't have a Facebook, so I don't dab on it. I've had siblings who get stuff, maybe not vintage, but they've got like video games, different stuff like that off of it. They like it, but for vintage, I just don't see it being maybe that much of a thing. But once again, I don't have a Facebook, and maybe this area it not Other areas it could be. You, on the other hand, have a Facebook. You might have some. Kind Look, of I don't
0: experience. use Facebook much because I'm afraid of it. Um, for a simple fact that I don't want people knowing about me I like to keep a mystique if you know me then you're my friend you talk to me on the regular such as you Uh, Facebook Marketplace I've been on it I've dabbled in it I've trolled on it haven't found much my biggest recommendation is if you're on Facebook Marketplace please do not do what I've seen video game resellers do in my area and that's a we buy vintage video
1: games Mm -hmm. You give yourself away. Yeah, see, so I've seen that with vintage clothing on Craigslist where it's like, we buy Tommy, we buy this. It's like, okay, well, let's... Don't do it.
0: Yeah. All you're doing is ruining what you're trying to get. You're, you're just, you're not good at it. You may get a couple hits here and there, but in the long run, I think you're ruining it for yourself. Okay, The next one up is eBay, and I have gotten some amazing eBay steals. Uh, Everyone knows about it. You have to look. You have to have persistence. You have to know what to search for. Learn it. Have you had any eBay steals?
1: Um, I'm honestly trying to think, man. And have we had eBay deals like still eBay like steals? Yeah, we haven't really had much to do with eBay, but that's just us. And I know you have success with it, so I'm not doubting it. I'm not doubting at all um, I've had more success
0: thing. in the past than I have in the recent my I think so like, you're saying that's
1: kind of coming to an end like yeah. <laughs> really get those standards. You got really
0: you gotta be the first one to it. It's just like anything else, but with the problem with the eBay is there are a hundred thousand people looking at one time where when you're in your community, there's a hundred people looking at one time, yeah. so there's a lot more people on eBay than there is anywhere else. Other online selling apps. I've had great success with some of those sometimes. Finding amazing stuff. Like $20 ship champion jerseys or $20 ship Tommy T's. Stuff like that. Things that were just slightly above thrift store prices but still sweet enough for me to buy. Have you guys had any of those?
1: I've had some of those. A couple of those. But... um. I typically like to just thrift it. It's just more of a thrill to go find it in the wall when you're sifting through the crab and kind of gold mining the old school way. Yeah. As opposed to going to a place and just picking it up. But I don't knock that one big because that's in a way of kind of a thrifty way to be. Anyway, if you're getting the deals, if you're paying up for stuff, getting stuff for like $7,500, $100. Like,
0: if you're going to spend 25 but could make 60 you would do it because
1: you're still making a double. See, U. I'm more like 25 make 100. I got you. So I'm kind of like, I got to be on that level to actually do okay. it. And that's cool not smart. It. I'm not saying that's smart on my end. That's dumb on my end. For some reason, I've just got that value in me. Whereas you're more business-minded. You're like, let's well, still like. T- if I can profit. spend 25 and sell it for 60, yeah, i agree with cool me. all day. Yeah, trust me, I agree with that. But it's like, I just, for some reason, something in me, I can't Sometimes I, I'm do I sit I'm on it longer.
0: Sometimes. Sometimes I, it just doesn't yeah. allow me to
1: do it. It's just it's me. It's, it's, like I said, it's dumb business. But I'm just sometimes I don't know, like I said, I'm just I'm usually just a collector at hard, so All right. and I'm here's not the, always thinking best. Here's the last thing we'll do. This is called the tertiary, which
0: is the, the third level, the very obscure and hard to do. I don't think you've done this before, but I know that we've talked about it and I've done it. Number one, you've had this, family members or friends yeah. that have found stuff for you yeah. that aren't vintage. That's a tertiary. Hard to come by, rare, obscure, but tell me your thoughts on that. Um, you said that aren't vintage, because
1: that's what you do A friend
0: see. of yours or a family member of yours that says, hey, I found this Pearl Jam shirt. Are you interested? You're like, oh yeah, pick that up for me. Very rare, but it could happen. Have you ever had that happen before? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I've definitely had people find stuff that they had. Or I've had, of course, family members that had stuff. I got a brother that's got a lot of cool band stuff because he's, you know, a good eight years older than me. And uh, just kind of had that from when it was, you could buy it at a flea market like new. And uh, got to figure out a way to get his stuff off of him. He's just, of course, I don't know, I feel like I've made him more into it than he ever was, but uh, maybe one day he'll just let me get it. Of course I'd never get rid of it. Well, we I got had a couple of uh, I
0: had stories with this. <clears throat> one time I was, I used to work at this place and, you actually not really work, it's like you work there, but. Uh, This lady saw me playing my Game Boy on break, and she brought me a Game Boy Micro for free because she said she was moving. So that was like a supplementary, tertiary, rare thing that happened. I have a a sister that sometimes will send me pictures of something, or my mom will sometimes send me pictures of like, hey, is this something that you would want? I actually know that the other half of you has has a family member that does the same thing that has actually found you some mega, mega stuff, tertiary. It doesn't happen all the time. Maybe once a year, but it does happen. And the other one that's even,
1: even rare is buying something off of someone's personal. Which some people say it's bad luck in the vintage community. Bad they luck. Say if you, I've heard of that. I've, said, I've heard they say it's a bad to buy something else. But I've heard. Hmm. I'm not saying I agree with that. Well, I don't believe in luck. I believe in God. But, no, I never said I agree. Yeah, yeah I'm exactly, some yeah. people say. I'm just telling you what. The I've
0: bought general uh, bought a couple is. things off people's backs before. One of them I'm actually wearing during this podcast, and the other half of you was there, and I did that. But the the most notable thing I bought off someone's back was a Tommy Hilfiger puffer jacket for ten dollars from this old lady, and I just like went up to her and I said, like, "Hey." Uh, I really like your jacket. I know it's just a little big on you. Would you be willing to sell it? And she just said, oh yeah, I was, it's just my uh, son's. I was in blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I'll give you 10 bucks for it. She said, okay, sounds good to me. And I gave her 10 bucks and I walked away with a jacket that was valued at uh, 80 to a hundred dollars that I sold for. Uh, so that was a rare, obscure tertiary thing that happened. So bread and butter, Versus secondary, versus obscure, tertiary, hard-to-do things. Is there anything else you want to
1: add that you're thinking of? Um, no, I mean, my final statements are pretty much just do what works best for you. If you've got something that's working for you, keep it up. And if it's something different than me, good. Like like I said, some people are killing at the bands. I'm not, and that's okay. Some people yeah. can't do anything in a thrift, and I'm okay with thrifts, and that's cool too. So do what you do and do what you enjoy the most too and keep that up and uh, focus on that. But that's kind of my final thoughts on Yeah, that.
0: my things are, if you source, learn how to source smart, don't get into debt, and uh, don't tell people about it. Keep it a secret, keep it low key. And if you see someone in your area, just be like, hey, that's cool. Try to be as nonchalant as possible. If you'd like to ask us questions, or submit us topics for a future podcast, you could contact us on our official Twitter page, at Vintage Talk Show, or at one of our accounts on Instagram, at Mosquito Heads with a Z, or Vintage Shitzu.
1: Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more.